That news report had one of the greatest quotes I've ever heard. An elderly, a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. That's where we are right now, folks. So today, a special counsel, Robert Hur, released his report that concluded that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified military and national security information, but will not face charges. I don't know how that works. Mm. Uh, After a year-long investigation into the president's handling of classified documents and... In this report, these are the words. This is a quote from the report. Joe Biden could be perceived as, quote, a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, unquote. That's in the report. That's the president of the United States. That's the president of the United. That is a report that we would give about my beautiful, wonderful grandfather. That is my grandpa's ninety-three. Well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Uh, This is the this week. I think it's it's at least twice. I think it's been multiple occasions this week where he's called world leaders by the wrong name. It's just embarrassing. Even that, even that quote is embarrassing. We're talking about the guy. Okay, to use a Democrat phrase. We're talking about a guy that has access to the nuclear codes. Like, we are talking about a man that is the commander in chief. Mm-hmm. And this is what we're, this is the, the sentence that was strung together as a description for the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Dr. Randy Tolbert's on the line <laughs> with us. Doc, one day, one day, uh, you and I might be classified as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, but I hope when we're at that stage of life, we aren't running the entire country. <laughs> that is a this this report is and it's it's just breaking. So there's uh, there's more to come. I'm sure information and details about this, but uh, yeah, found that he willfully and knowingly. Retained classified documents and is described as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Wow. Well, thanks for uh, being here, Doc. How are you? <laughs> and your thoughts. It's it's great to be with you, Mike and Michelle. Uh, oh, I'm, so who close. am I speaking to? Uh, President Macron? Yeah, for sure. I, 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 I Chris, Katie, great to be with you. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, Chris, Katie, uh, Tony, uh, Mike, who yeah. is this? No, wherever no, we I, are, what station are we on? Tony, Katie, I got to tell you guys, this is this is chilling information on many levels. Yeah. I mean, you guys unpacked it right at the top there, but I, I, I do we know how close those two sentences are? I mean, willfully mishandled the stuff. And, you know, uh, an old guy with a bad memory. I mean, if those are closely connected, I guess maybe you could argue that's why he didn't. You know, I mean, people with Alzheimer's willfully, uh, you know, if, if you want to say that, it's a loose construct of the word. But they loose, uh, they willfully walk away and elope and are found in the woods, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but you wouldn't hold them responsible and lock them up and prosecute them. Okay. Um, 
That's a great point, Doc. Like, is that what they're saying? Are they saying that he willfully retained it, but we're not going to charge him because it's not his fault because he's not in control of his own faculties? If so, then I would say that he is, you know, we've heard a lot about, you know, a president being mentally unfit to serve. I think that might be the definition of it, if that's what this report says. yes. Right. And remember when there were there were allegations of people within the Trump administration in his own cabinet that were allegedly, you know, planning to to, you know, basically do a coup based on the Mm -hmm. amendment that says, you know, if a guy there's there's a mechanism for that in our, you know, in our Constitution. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. If those are close together. Yeah, you may say, okay, I'm going to concede that he shouldn't be prosecuted. But that means he is literally out of his mind. I mean, he doesn't know what's going on, and he does things that, uh, like, you know, push the big red button, you know? Right, <laughs> but right. He, he thought it He thought it was just, you know, the button to dispense chocolate chip ice cream at the Ted Blue <laughs> oh at the airport. <laughs> you know? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, if he, it, it's either that, Doc, it's either that, or... They're not charging him for a crime that he knowingly committed. He, totally, which so, is worse. It's all bad here. It's all bad. It's all bad. There's nothing good about this. And, you know, it's even it's even badder than that, to use some terrible grammar. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's worse than all that because it just looks awfully, awfully stinking two-tiered justice. Well, not even two-tiered. Yeah. They're both at the t- highest level. But, I mean, uh, you know, differential justice depending on whether you have a D or an R behind your name, right? You, no, I mean, you're exactly they, right. You know, they, I didn't see I didn't see armed FBI agents and flashing, you know, armed vehicles raiding Joe Biden's Corvette garage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You saw that at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I don't I guess they're going to say, well, his lawyers, uh, you know, they will they, they complied with us. And I think that's a fair criticism. Uh, Trump, I think, probably did try to conceal some stuff or whatever. But so there may be, you know, they're going to, they're going after Trump on the obstruction charge. They're not going on on the fact that he took a few boxes down there. I think they're getting on him that he, he didn't. He said he, oh man, that he hires some pip lawyers, doesn't he? That Donald Trump, people that sign papers that say that something's there that isn't, or that isn't there that is. That's a whole other story. But it just looks bad politically. It's damning. It is just damning for Joe Biden. Never mind whether it's prosecutorial or not. I mean, I think the discretion is a shame here. You'd think that there would be some kind of accountability after you use words willfully did yeah. something that is clearly wrong. So, Doc, I'm combing through it as we speak here, and uh, it, it pretty much is exactly what you outlined at the beginning. In the report, I'm reading this directly now. Uh, I've, I've got the part of the report in front of me, and I'm reading from the CNN website, so I'm not... <laughs> can't accuse me of of cherry picking some conservative report here. Uh, investigators found Joe Biden's quote memory was significantly limited in interviews they conducted with him in 2023, as well as interviews with his ghostwriter. Because of that, special counsel Robert Hur wrote in the report. Investigators concluded that it quote would be difficult to convince a jury that they should convict him. By then, a former president, well into his 80s, of a serious felony that requires a mental state of willness. This is all a quote here. Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview of him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory. Adding that Biden is someone for whom, quote, 
someone for whom many jurors will want to identify reasonable doubt. It lit doc. It's exactly what you just said. There's not charging him because he was mentally incapable to understand what laws he was breaking. That is the most damning report I can ever remember about a sitting president. Actually, if you think about it, this guy, her may never admit to it unless he himself gets senile and starts babbling realities that he (laughs) would have otherwise filtered. Yeah. This may be actually a more damaging thing to Joe Biden than prosecuting. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you're right. If 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 this mm-hmm. is properly reported, if people understand, yeah, right, you right. Know, you got, yeah, if this isn't that, if right. that I mean, yeah, if that who, part of the report isn't swept that. under the rug. Right. My question to both right. of Who's you do that, right? about the documents is: okay, they did this procedure in 2023 with Biden, but. At the time of the events that he could have taken these documents to his garage or wherever else, he was next younger. The Sitting there next to the vet. He was he was possibly the vice president. So why could you why would the mental incompetency play a role, Dr. Tobler, if at the time yeah. I know you can't go back in time, but he wasn't but where he, he wasn't is now. That, right. That's a great question. I think the way you read it, I guess I guess the other way to look at this is he really would prosecute him, but he doesn't believe you could get 12 people, one of whom yeah. wouldn't, at least one of whom wouldn't say, you know what, old Joe, he's being punished enough because he's losing his mind. And I just, yeah, he was, you know, because I don't, I, I haven't read the report, yeah. but I think this did cover the Penn State things and others. So, you know, these were pre- vice presidential these documents, too. Way yeah. Back. yeah. Uh, and, but and that's right. I don't know if they covered. I covered this. Did they? I mean, the senator. Did they cover the senator documents? Because yeah. he had documents from when he was a senator too. So I, I'm not sure if that's the scope of this. I'm reading in real time, Doc. So I'm I'm getting all the. But, but yeah. you know, you're right, Katie. I mean, clearly, you go back to when he was vice president, and you look at some of those speeches he gave about, yeah, the country's changing, and we're going to be in the minority, and that's the. Rea-. He was pretty lucid then, mm-hmm. and so I think yes. from a factual basis, you could probably prosecute him. But it's a jury deal, right? And juries tend to be sympathetic to favorable witnesses. And good old Joe, you know, they'd bring him up there and he'd, oh, you know, Jill would have to lead him up there. Yep. You know that. Jill would walk him up there. He'd pro- they'd probably take an ice cream cone out of his hand. Right? <laughs> and, he, and, they'd make sure, and they'd make sure that before he put his hand on the Bible, he'd give that blank, I lost my mind three years ago stare, right? That blank, is there anything yep. there stare? And then one or more jurors are just going to melt down and say, oh, I mean, my grandpa's like that. I exactly can't right. This guy, I'm not going to. I think maybe that's it's just it's the reality that you're not going to get 12 people to agree that. Yeah. Yeah. He did it. He did it when he was lucid. And by God, I don't care what his present state is. I'm going after it. I, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can, You know, I can't make sense of this justice system anymore. And I think anyone that thinks they can is wrong. You just can't. You can't explain it. It doesn't make sense to common everyday Americans like you and me. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. And I mean, that's that's literally what he said. He said that it would be it it would be tough to uh, to convince a jury to convict yeah. somebody in that state because this is the report now. This hearing, if it were to happen, would still be a year or two away. I mean, he'll be at that point, Joe Biden will be even older than he is now. And he would be in the courtroom. And 
Hey, Doc, it's the old uh, mafia boss. Like, go to the uh, show up to your hearing w- uh, in a wheelchair with an oxygen tank. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't throw that person in jail because you feel sorry for him. I mean, that that's it. Doesn't matter that yep. when he did these things, he wasn't in that condition. Yeah, uh, uh, so on a human sense. level, jurors don't want to put a frail old man behind bars, and, and yet they're okay with putting ask, him as the president. Yeah, please, Doc, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Wouldn't you love? Wouldn't you love to have the power to wiretap Michelle Obama's phone right now? Yes, I bet it is. It you. It was so. It is so hot. It would melt the insulation <laughs> on that wire. Doc, I have you. always discredited that theory about Michelle Obama actually being, you know, like running for president and taking over this, uh, the Democratic nomination in in 2024. But I, I, I am starting to change my mind on that issue. Do you do you believe that that is how, how real uh, 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 of a possibility is that that before this is all said and done, before we get to November's election? That Michelle Obama's name is there instead of Joe Biden's. I am. I. I now can see the scenario. It is becoming crystal clear, like the bagpipes coming out of the fog. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I can see it happening. Look, if you're sitting at the top of the DNC, okay, and you're thinking Joe's not going to win this election. He, he, Joe is not going to win this election. I don't care if it's Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or Tulsi Gabbard or I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter. He's not going to win this election. And and we've got to do something. And by, it cannot be Kamala Harris. But now that we've got the fodder, now that we have the leverage, now that we have this report who tells all of us and gives him an off-ramp, a gracious off-ramp, he just, he just says, you know what? I, you know, he gets an, a diagnosis of Alzheimer's, dementia, whatever, and he bows out. It becomes, uh, he doesn't endorse anyone. It be, I want the people to choose. It becomes an open race, and I'm telling you, Michelle. I've said Michelle Obama from uh, from from the get go over a year ago. I, I was predicting it, and and I really think she is the one. And it may not be that she really wants to do it, but really all all she has. Reagan was largely a figurehead. He was a very effective figurehead. He did a great job of getting out there and you know, glad handing. He had a, he had a world vision, a worldview that was shared by many Americans. He hired good people around him. So Michelle has. Obama, he's the COO. She's the CEO. She's just sitting up there glad-handing. Obama would love to have another term in office. Are you kidding me? I meant two. The guy's an egomaniac. I mean, yeah. he's there's only one bigger narcissist than Barack Obama, and that's Donald Trump. Okay? <laughs> so you get them in the office. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean Trump's not a good leader, but, I mean, he is, he's a narcissist. It's true. <laughs> so then you get these guys in office, and they they bring back the Obama team. You got eight years of that, and I think I think Michelle can beat uh, Trump hands down. I don't oh, think she's a, a much that. uh, that's yeah, the, like you said, it goes from a slam dunk for Donald Trump or any Republican against Joe Biden to yep, uh, uh, yep. It, 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 a very very difficult situation for any Republican, including Donald Trump, if it's Michelle Obama and, yeah, I mean, and her and Barack are back on the, at, yeah. at a minimum, it's a, at a minimum. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. So this is, but this gives, this report gives the DNC and people that can influence Joe and may actually strong arm him. Say, Joe, you're done, brother. You're Doc, done. I really, I mean, in. as I'm sitting here thinking about it and we're, we're having this conversation because I'm digesting a lot of this, uh, you know, uh, on the spot here. I honestly don't see how I, I honestly don't see how you can make a case 
for Joe Biden to continue to be president, let alone let alone another term like now, tomorrow. If no, you're right. If this investigation shows that (laughs) the reason that he's not being charged for willfully holding back these documents is because he's just too he's too forgetful and mentally gone to realize that he committed any crimes. If if that's if he's in that state, he yeah. should not be president today until November. Yeah. And certainly not another four yeah. years. He shouldn't be president tomorrow. And I don't know how you come and back remember, from that. Remember the timing of most of these interviews was twenty three and probably <sighs> early twenty three, right? And yes. so and look at just the other day. I mean, you see it more and more. He was trying to get talking about the Hamas Israel's proposed negotiation, and he used the word uh, opposition, opposition. And someone whispered to him, "Hamas, Hamas, yeah, Hamas." I mean, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? How in the world can he be any credible leader sitting in the Situation Room when Putin is doing what Putin's doing and the Ayatollahs are doing what they're doing and you got Xi Jinping over there? I mean, I don't know. I, look, it, it it makes me very troubled, lady and gentlemen, that that people within his sphere, if they claim to love this country, can allow him to continue to be the leader. It really does. I yeah. mean, that tells you more about the people in that Democratic Party and in the leadership roles of that party and how deceitful and vile they are to cling on to power as a barnacle on a ship that's about to sink. But you're still a barnacle on the ship. <sighs> and that's better than being a free floating barnacle. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. How vile can they be? It's it, They're not patriots. I'm sorry. You can't let this man go on. And shame on Jill. Shame on Jill. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. This is the most. This is. I, I'm. I'm not being hyperbolic when I say this is the most damning report that I've ever seen against a sitting president. That he's not. Oh, he doesn't have the mental faculties to understand that he broke the law, yeah. and that's why we're not charging him. Yeah. I mean, that is you know as bad as it gets. You know what's going to be interesting is what, I can't wait to see Joy Reid and, and Rachel Maddow's take on this. Oh How yeah, turn twisted. Uh, or will they even? Will they even bring it up? Yeah, that'll be that's yeah, my right. well. I think it's, I think this will be swept under the rug. I think it'll be hey, they did an investigation and they're not charging him. So yeah, you know, yeah. we told you, we told you, he's not even he's not. No, you're right. That's right. They'll, that's they'll right. skip they the, the they'll the skip the middle part. Yeah. Go. Well, gentlemen, yeah. they, he he just spoke live not long ago, and that's basically what he said. He said, "I told you guys, I told they you they did an investigation. They, they're I not charging you with fine. any crimes. Yeah, told you. Mm-hmm. I mean." That's, I'm afraid that that is going to be, by and large, the way it's reported. We'll see. But I'll tell you what, we, it's not going to be the way it's reported here. And people need to know the, 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 and the sad, contents yeah, The sad thing is that people are not going to hear your voice, Katie's voice. A lot of the folks on the station you know, are going to be you know, repeating this and analyzing it more as we know more. And, and you know, But, you know, that's a, that's a small percentage of the American electorate that is so it isn't engaged enough that they care about the details mm-hmm. and that's what that's even a, a, a bigger problem for our country people just aren't engaged anymore they just they take the headline on their favorite you know echo chamber you know yeah. screaming the service and that's it and it, it, it that saddens me as well but that's i guess our mission to try to change that yeah thing. yeah exactly yeah. and we'll keep we'll 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 stay at it i promise doc thanks yeah. so much for yeah. your time as always, always dr fun. randy tobler you can hear him every saturday morning six to nine here on news talk sdl every morning on the e in Columbia, Missouri. Doc, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. All right. Talk to you. Thank you. you. That's incredible. Bad news.
But the president's already out twisting it. See? No big deal. Told he, he was he was speaking during Yeah. Wow. That's yep. incredible. All right. Uh State Representative Justin Sparks is out of committee meeting. And so we're going to catch up with the representative and talk about what happened this week in the Missouri legislative session, what we can look forward going into uh, next week, into next week for, and uh, we'll do that next on Colombo and Katie. Oh, please leave me. For podcasts, articles, and more, find us on NewstalkSTL.com. Welcome back to Columbo and Katie on 1019-941 News Talk STL. Busy Thursday. lot going on this afternoon. Perfect reminder to be subscribed to the podcast so you never miss anything that happens here on the show. Joining us now on the line a little bit later in the day than he normally does. Speaking of uh, working late on a Thursday afternoon, Missouri State Representative, Missouri Freedom Caucus member, Representative Justin Sparks is with us. Justin, thanks as always for your time today, especially uh, fresh out of fresh out of a committee meeting. So really appreciate it. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm sorry it took me so long. We were having a marathon committee meeting in uh, public safety and crime prevention uh, regarding essentially, uh, you know, the control of the St. Louis City Police Department. Mm. And I was uh, I was actually really also really privileged to present Valentine's Law, my number one legislative priority for me personally, uh, in honor of Detective Valentine that lost his life in 2021. So. It went, it went really, really well, and his daughter was there, and the detectives that served with him, and it was just a beautiful moment, bipartisan support. You don't get to see that very often, so it was uh, it was a great moment. Wow. That's nice to hear. That's, awesome. That's nice to hear that everybody so comes cool. together and uh, uh, for a moment like that. Um, you mentioned that the control of the St. Louis Police Department, here's one of those issues, many issues, that feels like we've been talking about forever mm-hmm. it, it, when yeah. it comes to uh missouri law missouri politics um what what what's the latest what's the where, what's the conversation uh what's the latest happening with that with that issue well yeah it was really great because i was able to question the chief of police from the city of st louis and i was able to question the chief of staff for the the mayor and essentially what it comes down to is this guys we were centering and we're hovering over the the crux of the matter and the crux of the matter is that police officers are fleeing the city of st louis at a rate that has never been seen before and you know because of the defund the police movement the demonization and the just the horror of what how police have been treated in the last few years police officers are leaving the profession all across the country but not like in the city of st louis in the city of St. Louis, it's never been this low. They have an authorized uh, strength of fourteen hundred officers or so, and and they're down four or five hundred officers, guys, and with only three with three dispatchers answering nine one one calls for the entire Goodness. city. That's insane. And this stuff is insane when you're talking about a major urban core with with a. Uh, a high level of crime. And so we, we really centered over this issue of the police officers want the control of their police department to be governed by a board of police commissioners, similar to how it is in St. Louis County. The governor would appoint a board of St. Louis residents that would be presented to him by the senators 
in St. Louis City, in St. Louis City, and then they would serve to run the police department just like it is basically in St. Louis County. It works very well. But the mayor's office ardently opposes this bill because it takes her influence and power away, particularly her influence and power o- over the chief. And so we have these conversations. It's always about influence and power, yeah. isn't it, Justin? Isn't isn't yeah. that always the issue if you try to take away somebody's power? Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, that's okay. That's exactly what it came down to. And I, and I told the chief and I told the mayor's chief of staff, I said, you know, the mayor and the president of the Board of Aldermen are, are on the record uh, defunding the police, supporting the defund the police movement, making disparaging comments about law enforcement, about the police department in the city of St. Louis. And you, you're sitting here throwing your hands up wondering why we can't recruit police officers in the city of St. Louis. And, oh, no, we're going to do all these things to fix it. So I, I just asked both of them to go on the record and correct their statements if they hadn't before about do they or do they not support defunding the police? And I was grateful that the mayor's chief of staff corrected the record and said the mayor no longer supports defunding the police, which I think is a step in the right direction. But words only matter so much, guys. Actions speak louder. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that we even have to say no longer that there was a mayor that supported defunding the police and her already struggling city uh is absolutely amazing and 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 you're the right person to be asking those questions uh of course uh, representative sparks uh long career in law enforcement before moving into the state house which uh, you probably regret more and more every day that's a joke so um you know it's it's refreshing that we're talking about uh real issues and topics instead of talking about parking lots or parking spots and name calling um Agreed. are things getting back on track uh business-wise in in jeff city yeah i'm really hopeful um so so, so some of the major legislation that has been moving on the senate side has uh it, it essentially education reform was laid over which basically means the senate the senators that's sponsoring the bill in this case senator koenig uh, laid the bill over because it wasn't ready yet, and Senator Mary Elizabeth Coleman laid over initiative petition as well. I would not have laid over initiative petition since it's the number one GOP platform priority, but she did. And so essentially what really has happened this week is a lot of bills are moving around and being prepared to be voted on and uh, and coming out of committee. So in the Senate side, you're going to start to see major legislation worked on next week starting at the beginning of the week. So this is a very exciting time. And um, so some very major things that are going to be worked on, initiative petition and others that I just spoke about are going to be, are actually going to be worked on in the Senate. So um, I'm very hopeful. And it looks like, it looks like that cooler heads uh, prevail Mm. and some personal animosity, hopefully, God willing, has been put aside and, and maybe some water under the bridge so that we can actually put forth some good conservative policy that really benefits 
Everybody in Missouri. So we're almost out of time. We're talking to Missouri State Representative Justin Sparks. I could ask the same question. Uh, I could go down the list of issues, but since we don't have time, I'll just uh, initiative petition reform. Obviously, has been at the heart of so many things. Even this, even this uh, most recent uh, 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 controversy uh, in the Senate in, in the Missouri Senate. The, I asked Roddy Boyd yesterday: Is this the year? With all this happening, is this finally yep. the year where there's where there's actual progress made? There's actually something passed to address initiative uh, the IP reform, and he said he was hopeful. How how do you how do you feel? Do you feel like right now your gut is this finally the year that uh, that all the talk stops and there's actually action on that that issue? Hey, for Rodney to say hopeful, that's actually really good. It's a good point. Because, it's a good point. You know, Rodney has been there. He knows. He is very knowledgeable. And uh, I also am a hopeful, but I would go a step further than, than Rodney. I believe this is the year that it will pass. And not only will it pass, it will put some version of concurrent majority initiative petition reform will pass this year. And you can quote me on that. Yeah, well, that's 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 great to hear. And like I said, it's just refreshing to be talking about uh, the issues again in the state of Missouri because there are certainly many that need to uh, be addressed. And uh, that's why we appreciate your time. As always, Missouri State Representative Justin Sparks. We'll talk to you again uh, next Thursday. In the meantime, remind folks how they can keep up with everything that you're working on. Of course, Justin M. Sparks on Twitter, Justin Sparks on Facebook, SparksForMissouri.com. Bringing lots of updates to the website, launching the new campaign. So lots and lots of exciting things coming in the next couple of weeks. I'll share it all with you. Yeah, we we certainly appreciate it. As always, have a safe trip home. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Have a great weekend. That is is Missouri State Representative Justin Sparks. And yeah, yeah, it sounds like there's actually some progress and some uh, real policy conversations. I think it's telling that, you know, that he was just at a meeting. He was just speaking with people and got off the phone and came on this interview. So I, I, I feel like there's movement. There's mm-hmm. movement happening. Yeah. That should be in a positive way. I want to mention this before we go, and I want to talk about this at, at, at some point. Um, there, Disney is, it's a mess. and <laughs> It's a mess, that's it. Did you see that Elon Musk and Gina Carano are suing Disney together. I did. This story, I did a deep dive <gasps> on this lawsuit. I just saw her tweet. And this issue, it is, it's it's awesome. And it's going to be. Really? Fireworks. If it gets, if there's a hearing. and Elon we get, Musk is in, what, why is he involved? Elon Musk put out a blanket tweet to everybody on Twitter. If you were, un, if you have been fired for. If you were have been unjustly fired for comments that you've put on this platform in the past, please let us know because I'd like to offer you legal representation. So Gina Carano kind of jokingly said, like, I think I qualify. Well, I? And he got back and said, you absolutely do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's amazing. Whoa. Yeah. I highly recommend you check it out. It. And I'm sure that we will talk about it. All right. That is it for us today. We're back tomorrow, too. O'Reilly Report uh, next. And then the Tim Jones and Chris Harp Show. Whoa.